SEEK would like to start this episode by acknowledging Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities and their rich culture, and pay respect to their elders past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening today. SEEK recorded this episode from Wurundjeri Woi Wurrung Country. The talent acquisition industry faced a difficult task during the COVID-19 pandemic, with companies across the world freezing their hiring capabilities as market instability affected all facets of the employment landscape. From lockdowns stifling retail and hospitality, to restrictions halting construction work and offices being completely closed, moving jobs over the last two years has been a luxury few can afford. But the good news is the fog is clearing and businesses are awakening from this enforced slumber to a new world. There are new roles we didn't know would even exist two years ago. And as businesses look to ramp up operations again, the market is rife for those looking to move jobs. Talent acquisition professionals are in the perfect position to influence and guide candidates to the next role. But a large part of that is working with the client organisations on the basics, attraction and retention. What may have been a successful offering in 2019 no longer satisfies the newly formed values of working Australians. Alicia Clark, Head of Customer Insights and Strategy at SEEK, is here to talk us through how you can uncover and cater to these shifting priorities. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Lots of things to talk to, lots of movement in the candidate landscape. Um, But today, very exciting news, Laws of Attraction from SEEK is back. Yeah, Laws of Attraction has has been around for a number of years now, and we are so excited to be able to bring to life the latest iteration of Laws of Attraction. So essentially, what is it? It's a tool that really helps hirers better understand what candidates are looking for, right? Which is super timely, given the candidate short market that we are in at the moment. Laws of Attraction is a really quite unique data set that represents the views of over 11,500 Australians Mm. and also over 5,500 Kiwis as well across 18 different industries. We collected the data between September and December of last year, 2021, which means that the data is very current. And what it does is it really enables hirers to understand in a lot of detail the drivers of attraction for candidates. So they can then write better job ads, they can build stronger relationships with potential talent and create EVPs that really resonate with candidates that they're trying to attract. And of course, all of this is available freely on seek.com.au. Free for everyone. So That seems like a really hugely valuable resource for human resources and talent acquisition professionals. And as you were saying, to better understand their clients' needs, give us an idea of the scope of the data and some of the insights that are available. We've spoken to a really broad cross-section of candidates, different age, different genders, different levels of experience, different types of roles, seniority, location. It really is very representative of the working populations in both Australia and New Zealand. And we've assessed 12 different drivers of attraction. So things like work-life balance, salary, job location, company size, purpose of organisations and so on. So there are a number of drivers that we've really looked to better understand from a candidate perspective. 
we don't just ask people, hey, you know, what's important to you when you're looking for your next job? Because invariably they'll tell us that really everything yeah, is important. Yeah. What we do is unpack the relative importance of different drivers, right? That means that we can get a sense of the relative importance of the different drivers. How much more important is salary over, say, work-life balance? And then what we do is unpack those 12 drivers in a lot more detail. So when we talk about work-life balance, we know work-life balance is important to many people, Mm. but we can actually use laws of attraction to understand which elements of work-life balance are the ones that are key. Is it about, you know, the availability of time in lieu? Is it the availability of additional leave or the ability to work from home? So each of these will really differ in terms of how important they are to different candidates. For some, you know, flexible working hours is a must-have. For others, being able to work remotely is absolutely critical. So HR professionals and those in talent acquisition can really start to understand in a lot more detail what drivers are most important, right, in terms of attracting talent to their organisation, which is really important, particularly at the moment when we're in such a candidate short market. What were some of the big um, call-outs that you saw in terms of what's important to candidates that came out in this particular survey? What is interesting is that we last ran this study back in 2017. What we have seen is even within industries, there has been shifts, particularly when we're looking at some of the work-life elements, Mm -hmm. um, have certainly become relatively more important than what we've seen in the past. So you you mentioned that there's a shortage of candidates, and I think that's been well discussed. And and obviously, the talent acquisition industry, you know, is carrying a lot of responsibility at the moment when it comes to engaging, recruiting, new hires at organisations. So how do six laws of attraction to help HR and TA professionals better understand what their ideal candidate wants and needs in their next role? Laws of attraction really gives hirers an edge because it gives you a really granular understanding that you might not actually have had before. It's quite a unique data set that's reflective of the candidate mindset today. The other uh, exciting element of this program is that we are planning to update the portal on an annual basis. Let's say I was looking for a role in a call centre or customer service area. I could look at laws of attraction. I can see that salary and work-life balance are most important, followed by job location. Now, if you're actually recruiting for a senior level role, salary and work-life balance are important, but so too is career development opportunities. Mm -hmm. However, if you were looking for, say, a more entry-level or junior role, then focusing on work-life balance and job location is actually more important to those candidates. You can see that you can start to get quite targeted in your understanding of what candidates are looking for, depending on the type of role that you're looking to uh, recruit. You know, you mentioned before as well about um, EVP, employee value proposition as well, and this information. How can the laws of attraction data better inform and help build an effective attraction strategy? I think laws of attraction can really play an important role in sense checking your current attraction strategy. We assess 12 different drivers and I think reviewing these in relation to your current EVP is a great place to start and a great way to know that, you know, you're hitting the mark (laughs) with, uh, with candidates. You know, you want to be familiar with the drivers of attraction and when it comes to the important ones, you know, can you check them off the list as being the Mm. ones that you offer, that you talk about or that you consider when attracting candidates? 
The beauty of Laws of Attraction as well, it is a very robust data set. 11,500 people is a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's independent. It's really important that we don't assume that what's important to us personally is the same for everyone. You know, there is a lot of diversity in candidates and what's important to them. And laws of attraction is a really important tool in understanding what those differences are between candidates so that, you know, you can really maximise your likelihood of being able to attract the candidates and the talent mm. that you're looking for. It's as simple for some organisations as actually looking at this data, understanding it, and then doing something simple like going back and checking their own ads. Absolutely. Look, there's, there's probably three key ways that you can really use laws of attraction. The first is at a very obvious level when you're building or creating your, your actual job ads, ensuring that the drivers that are important to different types of candidates that you're seeking to mm. hire are mentioned or highlighted within the mm. job ad. The second is when you start to engage with talent, being able to talk to them in a way that helps them understand that you know what's important to them is a great way to establish rapport and build relationship with potential candidates uh, for the roles that you're looking to recruit. And then thirdly, it's a great opportunity as well to look at the data in the context of your overall employee value proposition uh, and make sure that the things that are important to the candidates that you're looking to recruit are incorporated or acknowledged as part of that EVP. Great. Let's have a chat about the impact of this data and understanding the candidate market, if we can. And why is it important to understand this in depth, what candidates want in their next role? And how can that data actually be distilled down to speak to that? The reason why it's so important is that there are more jobs than ever before at the moment. Mm. We are certainly seeing a lot of hesitancy among candidates in making a move to a new to a new role. So anything that organisations can do to ensure that the roles that they're advertising really speak to those candidates will be very important and a great way for employers to differentiate themselves from all of the other competition that they face for the very same candidates. Do you have a read on that hesitancy? You sort of mentioned people not quite wanting to change jobs. Is, is that something that you're aware yeah, of? What drives that? Yeah, look, we found um, in, in some other research that we do a lot of research here at yeah. SEEK, uh, what we found is actually one in four have told us that due to COVID, they were reluctant to change jobs. We know that we've got a huge volume of job ads at the moment, yeah. but also we're seeing applications per ad has been a little softer than what we would normally see. And certainly when we talk to candidates about what's driving their hesitancy, there's a, there's a few factors at play. We found that over half actually have said that looking for a job is actually more overwhelming since COVID. So, yeah. you know, there's a number of things at play that means that candidates are more hesitant than they have been in the past. And so that's why Laws of Attraction is coming in really at the right time to support hirers in creating job ads and being able to have meaningful conversations with candidates and thinking about their EVPs um, mm. to really put them in the best position possible to attract that talent into their organisation. Let's have a chat about how the landscape has changed or, or is changing. And obviously the pandemic has seen a huge shift in the way that we work. Um, five days in the office seems to be a, a bit of a relic, um, something of the past now. And hybrid working, and you were sort of alluding to that as well through the research, you know, it's being a driving factor moving forward. Can you explain how the laws of attraction data can help HR and also TA professionals understand and anticipate the drivers of attraction for different cohorts of candidates? The beauty of the portal is it lets you drill down into what's important by different age categories, gender, mm. location, industry, 
seniority. Essentially, the portal allows you to really slice and dice the data to get a much, a very detailed understanding of what's important. So what does work-life balance mean Mm. to perhaps a young male compared to an older female, for example? They may look quite different. The beauty of the data that's been collected is that when we talk about things like work-life balance or salary and compensation, we actually go down to a next layer of detail to really unpack what is underlying uh, or what are the underlying elements of importance for each of those, uh, those themes or those drivers. So for salary, it might be not just your take-home pay, it might be the availability of overtime, it might be additional Mm. superannuation. There may be all sorts of different things and all of these have different degrees of importance to different types of candidates. And laws of attraction will allow you to actually slice and dice or look at the data to understand not just at a macro level, which drivers are most important, but within that, What are the particular areas of value to candidates that you're looking for? That sounds great because obviously making an assumption across a different group of cohorts can be quite dangerous, but with laws of attraction, you can actually then go down and break that uh, down into a particular person, what's actually important to them and without making general assumptions around a group of candidates. Indeed, and it it is such a robust sample size. We are able to go down to quite a granular level, which is particularly helpful. So understanding and anticipating candidates' changing needs is is a big responsibility for the HR and TA function. How does understanding and using laws of attraction data position HR and TA professionals as leaders within an organisation? Having the confidence of a really sizable, robust set of data behind you can really help inform those conversations, particularly if we're looking at things like EVP. The development of an EVP can be a fairly big initiative in organisations. And so having such a big, robust data set behind you to help inform that development will be particularly helpful. The other thing to call out here is that quite often we may think that uh, what's important to us as a hiring manager is important to the candidates that we're looking for. And I think laws of attraction can actually be a bit of a myth buster. It can really help, you know, HR and talent acquisition professionals talk to their hiring managers about, you know, you think that it's about the uh, salary compensation, but actually it's more about the work-life balance. So let's think about what we can be doing to attract candidates and focusing on what's important to them. If HR and talent acquisition professionals can anticipate bespoke needs of candidates for specific roles and industries, what are the key or the three key areas of focus they should be investing in? The three opportunities to invest time in would be firstly in making sure that we're writing the best job ads. So quite often the job ad will be the first introduction that we have with a candidate. So tailoring the content is key to getting cut through in what's become a really cluttered job market. The second is having great conversations with candidates. So establishing a rapport is much easier when candidates realise that you actually know what's important to them, perhaps before you've even asked them. And then finally, I would say that, you know, laws of attraction, as we've mentioned earlier, is a great way to guide EVP more broadly. You know, are we delivering on what's important to candidates? It may not just be about the salary, right? There's a lot more that we can be exploring and considering. Where do people go and access this fantastic data and when will it be available? So Laws of Attraction is available now. You can head to seek.com.au forward slash LOA, which stands for Laws of Attraction. 
Thanks for joining us for this episode. For more ideas and discussions on the world of work and all things recruitment and HR, stay tuned for more upcoming episodes of Seek Talent Talks.